Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth.
Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Broadcasting from the Sonoran Desert in the beautiful state of Arizona, I'm your host Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings Radio. It is Thursday, May 5th, and to Friday, May 6th, 2022. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, and on Twitter at tst double underscore radio. Our website, thesecretteachings.info, has all of my books, our affiliate sponsor, Pro One Water Filters, our t-shirts, and our behind-the-scenes content through Patreon. Also, the free show archive, where you can listen and stream the show any time of the day or night. There's also links to other radio and podcast players if you choose to listen there instead. And if you do, please leave us a review to let us and other people know what you think of the show you want to get rid of the monetized ads, you can also subscribe to our full show archive. When you subscribe or when you buy a book, it is literally the only thing that keeps us on air Monday through Friday. We have no advertisements. We have no financial backing from some group or a number of individuals. It's literally you buy a book, you subscribe, we stay on air. If you don't, well, we have a lot of trouble doing that. And we did have quite a bit of financial trouble last month because uh, things kind of dried up. Uh, toward the uh, the middle to end of last month. So for those of you who do support the show, thank you so much. When you do subscribe, you get you know the ad-free show, you get the montages, the digital books. You also get early access to the show, which I think is a big perk. I've started to promote that. It's been available for a while. That means when the show is pre-recorded, you get access to it earlier in the day. So that could mean that you get the show as early as uh, noon. You know, that's 12 hours, roughly 12 hours, almost 12 hours before it goes on later in the afternoon, later that night. TheSecretTeachings.info is that website. So last night, after the show, I was browsing through the internet, and I thought that I wanted to talk about the attack on Dave Chappelle. I'm sure most of you have seen this by now. Uh, the attack on Dave Chappelle from, uh, from Tuesday this week at the Hollywood Bowl in Los Angeles. And uh, the, uh, the event that Dave Chappelle was at with a number of other people, like Jamie Foxx and Chris Rock, was this, uh, this I thought it was kind of funny, the name of it, this Netflix uh, event. And uh, Netflix is a joke event festival. And uh, this guy, I guess, sometime during the end of Dave Chappelle's Speaking his performance, he was int- he was introducing some music, I believe, when I read. This guy gets up out of the audience, and he runs onto stage, and he tackles Dave Chappelle. And the guy that did this is named Isaiah Lee, and he also had a knife. I think it was a it was like a fake gun that turned into a knife, and he attacked Dave Chappelle. And Dave Chappelle, of course, was all right. And uh, just a whole group of people, I think some people from the audience might have helped too, but a whole group of people uh, from 
people in the audience to Jamie Foxx helped to get this guy uh, out of uh, out of the vicinity of Dave Chappelle. They took him off stage, and I mean, if I if if that were me, I'd have beaten this guy to within an inch of his life before he got put in handcuffs and and taken to the uh, the hospital, which he eventually was. And so this guy's 23 years old too. And Dave Chappelle's like, when is Dave Chappelle? He's like 50. Dave Chappelle's a lot older. So this is a young guy. And uh, if you look at him, I saw some pictures of him and he looks, he just looks crazy, which most of the people that do that kind of thing are. And when I was, when I was reading the stories and I watched a few of the, the news clips about it, obviously my mind went to where most of your minds went. And that was went back to the Chris Rock situation with uh, Will Smith. And funny thing is, I, I someone actually told me this, and then I watched the video and I heard it. After this guy attacked Dave Chappelle, uh, Chris Rock went on stage and he had he grabbed the mic from Dave and he said, uh, was that Will Smith? Everybody started laughing. I mean, even that story of Chris Rock being slapped by Will Smith, I mean, do, do we even know if that story is is true? Do we know if that story is, is, it, is that staged? I mean, I still can't come to a conclusion. I really don't care one way or another. But what concerns me the most is whether that story was 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 a was a staged event. I don't obviously think that the Dave Chappelle one was. That seemed a lot more organic. But I feel that there is a a brewing hatred of and a brewing uh, let's call it violence there's a brewing violence there's a brewing hatred that is uh, within uh, a lot of people who feel that when they don't like something they'll just physically assault you and i think that the people that do this type of thing and we don't even know the the motivation of this guy who who attacked dave on stage but the motivation of of these kinds of people it doesn't seem to be rational. It doesn't seem to be logical. It, I mean, even Will Smith slapping Chris Rock, it was an emotional response, if it, if it were real, probably because his, you know, his wife didn't like the joke and then because he was laughing and then he turns around and he runs up on stage and smacks him. And, you know, you, you, you hear things in the media, they have their own spin on it. And then, you know, if you think for yourself, you start thinking, well, that's, the Chris Rock, Will Smith, and the Dave Chappelle, Isaiah Lee, the, these two stories in the last couple of weeks, they're, 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 it's strange because they're both symbolic of the, 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 just the, the, the deterioration of our social structure. Like you can't, even, you can't even tell a joke. You can't be a comedian. You can't, uh, I mean, even if it's you know, at, a, at a fancy event, you can't tell a joke. It's considered offensive. It's considered, um, you know, hateful. And I mean, it's also an indication of, look at the symbol of the black on black crime. And that's something that a lot of people pointed out with the, with the Will Smith, Chris Rock story is that it's, it's a symbol of black on black crime, which is, I mean, I, I actually just pulled these department of justice statistics last night because I was, I was talking to somebody about uh, Asian hatred, Asian uh, violence, and they said that you know Asian people are being attacked uh, at a, at a very high rate, and I mean that 
statistically is true, but the context to it is in the last, at least like the last year, the last year that statistics were compiled, there were like 279 assaults on Asian people in, in major cities. So I mean, 279 is a lot of people that have been attacked, but statistically, if you're Asian, you're the least likely of any group to be the victim of, of violence a violent assault, any kind of violent attack. And I mean, especially if you're not in a major city, it, it's almost unheard of for an Asian person to be assaulted in the United States. Statistically, that doesn't mean that it's not happening. And the Bureau of Justice Statistics, the FBI, the Department of Justice, they all show that, you know, if you look at the specifics of these things, they, they show that if you're black, you're not likely to be attacked by a white person you're not likely to be attacked by a police officer. You're likely to be attacked by another black person. And if you're white, it's the same thing. If you're white, you're most likely to be attacked by another white person. Although, you know, conservative media likes to promote that if you're white, you are more likely to be attacked by police. You're more likely to, to be the victim of police brutality. You're also more likely to be attacked by a black person but that's also because most of the country is white. So statistically, you're probably most more likely to be attacked by, by um, you know, or be the victim of police brutality if you're white because, you know, there's more white people being pulled over and being, uh, you know, visited by police. So, you know, it's context that matters. And, and these two cases, I mean, they show, you know, in the case, it's a little different, of course, because in the case of Will Smith and Chris Rock, you've got someone who's very, very rich, in the case of this this other guy, this Isaiah Lee, I, we don't know much about this guy yet this week. So we don't know his motivation. We don't know. He just looked like a thug. He looks like a punk. And he runs on stage and, and attacks Dave Chappelle. So, I mean, I, I was thinking that the, the, the first way to address this is the, is the angle of the comedian. And it's not even like Dave Chappelle made some kind of a joke the moment he was attacked, he was wrapping up his his talk, what he was saying, and he was about to introduce, I believe, some music, uh, they said. And uh, the last, there was like a featured musical guest for the evening. He was going to introduce the last guest at this Netflix is a joke festival. And this guy just runs on stage and tackles him, which it's kind of, I mean, I don't, I don't know if he got him all the way to the ground, but that's kind of impressive if he did, because Dave Chappelle got, he got jacked. And this, this punk thug just attacked him, which is, again, symbolic of the black-on-black crime. And uh, I hope this guy got his, abs- his ass absolute destroyed backstage by these people. And uh, hopefully that they're, they're, this guy goes to jail. I mean, when this kind of thing happens in our society, it doesn't have to be Dave Chappelle. It doesn't have to be something that might have been real or not with Chris Rock and Will Smith. When this kind of thing happens, there has to be repercussions. When you have... Up in Portland, you have Antifa still breaking windows and, well, they call it protesting. It's, it's using the right to protest as a cover to call for the dismantling and overthrowing of the government and then also the, the justification to harass people in Portland, citizens of the country, uh, or a state that a lot of the Antifa people aren't even from a lot of the time. And I saw, you know, with uh, there was some Republican thing going on. I don't follow it that much, but there was something with Republicans, something about voting going on, and Antifa went out, and 
they were launching fireworks at them and waving communist flags. And you just think, I mean, I think back to the, 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 the protests in Hong Kong. Remember that? It all disappeared when COVID-19 began. And remember that the protesters in Hong Kong were waving American flags. And then you had weird, scrawny white guys who literally, on average, are either professors or they live in suburbia with their parents waving communist flags. And there, it, when there's no repercussions for it, then people are going to continue to do this kind of thing. They're going to continue to, to riot in the name of protesting. They're going to continue to commit acts of violence in the name of peace. They're going to continue to do both of those things in the name of justice. And they're going to continue to attack comedians, whether they're black, white, and whether the person who does the attacking is black or white, when they don't like something that they said. Or for whatever reason, we don't even know why this guy attacked Dave Chappelle. He could have attacked him because he just, he snapped for some reason and just ran on stage and attacked the guy. We could have been on drugs. I mean, how he even got a gun that basically it was a knife, but it looked like a gun into this event is, is, I mean, I guess it was such a big event. Maybe this guy just slipped through, but you know, knowing, knowing people, I've never gone to see Dave Chappelle, unfortunately, but people I've known that go to see him. I mean, you have to keep, you can't bring your cell phone in. It's pretty strict. So I don't know how this guy got in, but it just, it, it just makes me think like, as if you're a comedian, you can't, you got to be very careful about joking around. I mean, like Jerry, if you like Jerry Seinfeld or not, it doesn't really matter. But Jerry Seinfeld said this years ago. He said that he doesn't even go to colleges anymore because people don't find anything funny, and they they don't they don't take jokes and they think everything is offensive. Everything is you know is 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 like every word, every every punchline. People don't understand what the joke is, and this I mean this is ha- something that happens. When, when people have their creative centers, when people have their, their, their natural ability to think and to, to process information, when that's beaten out of them, literally and figuratively, and you're not allowed to think, you're not allowed to ask questions, when those things become perceived as harmful to the group collective, what you end up with are people that, even though they have the ability, they shut that ability off, and they do whatever the collective demands that they do. And the collective ultimately is controlled by uh, a more centralized authority that just runs the minds of these people. And it puts out what they should be concerned with, the new hashtag, the new, the new, the new thing, right? I stand with whatever the new thing is. And you see that collectively. I mean, it doesn't matter what you think about Ukraine and Russia. It doesn't matter what you think about COVID-19 or vaccines. It doesn't matter what you think about any of those things, but just to watch collectives, hives of people from real life to social media go and jump from one thing to another thing instantaneously. They jump from, get your vaccine. You don't have a right to make me sick. We have full control over your body. You do not have bodily autonomy. And they jump from that to Ukraine matters. And I mean, I, I've seen people that have painted over signs, like signs, it's, 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 it's so symbolic. There are people here in Tucson, I've seen the, the ones I've told you about that they have the signs up, or they had the signs up when Trump was president, and it said, don't build the wall. And it, and it was always a sign in front of someone's house who had a wall around the house. And now it's the same kind of people. They've got signs around here that, that say, 
either everybody's welcome or like a health hero lives here. So it's either a a an anti-Trump sign that they recycled or it's a COVID sign they recycled and they've painted over it. I've seen this several times. They've painted over it with blue and yellow. It's so symbolic. They just move from one thing to another. It's it's literally a hive mind operating in real time in the real world. And then they jump from Ukraine to, and we, we don't know how long this is going to last, but they jump from Ukraine to abortion. And it's instantaneous. It's overnight. Dave Chappelle was not the only person attacked this week or the only, you know, the only uh, uh, story that involved a fight or a, or a big brawl. Right down the road here in Tucson, I saw this last night, and I mean, I, well, actually, I saw it in the evening yesterday, and I was thinking, that, there's no way that, that that happened like literally right down the road a few miles from me. A, a Arizona high school, Tucson high school, had to be locked down because a massive fight involving dozens of students, including parents, erupted on campus. And there's there's footage of it from the local news and even TMZ put up a, a video of it. And it's it's crazy. I mean, people fight, but it's not I don't think it's a common thing. We, we don't see like massive brawls break out at at schools. That's not a normal thing. And I mean, from what I've read, there's no indication of even why the fight broke out. But if you watch these videos, it just goes on and on. It's just people literally. I don't know if you can hear it. It's just people literally. There's like two girls pulling each other's hair. Then there's three or four guys beating somebody else down. And there's just a crowd of masked people with cell phones filming it, standing around the people being attacked. And you don't even know who's going to be attacked next. It's just someone standing there. Here comes a guy. And just like Dave Chappelle, just tackles the guy. Starts throwing punches. This guy just got attacked. This guy got tackled by like six people. Here's another guy just punching a guy in the head, and then a random guy comes up and attacks him. I mean, it's like... This is unbelievable. This is at a, a high school just right down the road from me. And this was a national story yesterday. I mean, it didn't get a, a ton of attention, but it was a big story. And here's just a bunch of kids. They just took an adult. I think this guy was an adult. They just started punching this guy in the head and tack- tackled him. And, you know, it, it, it would be one thing if it were like, if it were like, you know, one or two kids that got into a fight with each other or with another student. Or, I mean, it might even make more sense if it was like a, a, an adult that got into a fight with a student. I mean, you don't see that, but it would make sense if it was a one-on-one, a one-on-two, even like three or four people involved. But when you're watching, you got to watch these videos, when you're watching a crowd of people and you're seeing black, white, Asian, it doesn't matter what the, what the color, what the ethnicity, what the race is, just a group collective of people that seems to have lost their minds. And you've got two sets of people. You've got people that are filming with their phones, with masks over their face. Or you've got people that are kind of walking around and then randomly get attacked. And while they're having their, their face literally just punched, punch, 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 somebody else comes up and attacks the just randomly, just attacks the person who's attacking somebody, not to protect the person who got attacked. It's just... Someone attacks somebody, someone then attacks the attacker, then someone else attacks the attacker. And then there's like five people that attack 
another person. It's random. It's out of nowhere. It's it's not like people that are that are that are individually fighting. And it just goes. There's there's minutes and minutes and minutes of this of these videos. It just goes on and on and on. And then look at this. I mean, this this is an incredible video here. There's some kid who was who was part of a fight here. And one of the security officers at the school, it looks like either a security officer or it might be a teacher, but he grabs the kid and tries to break the fight up. And the kid who's no longer being attacked or doing the attacking starts violently shaking like he's having a seizure. Maybe he is having a seizure, but he starts violently shaking like he's having a seizure. Just shaking his head, and then someone, while the while the adult has the fight broken up, somebody comes up behind the kid having a seizure. It looks like he's having a seizure. Grabs him around the 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 waist or the the, the well the upper part of the waist, the stomach, where his you know hold his arms down, and pulls him backwards like it's like it's WWE right onto the pavement, and then just goes starts wailing on him again. <laughs> this was at a high school, and then that fight's broken up. So the people with the cameras, they start looking around. Where's the next one? Here's another fight. I mean, they, these fights are where, I mean, if you watch any of the NHL playoffs, as you know, I'm a big Tampa Bay Lightning fan, and I watched the uh, I watched the game last night. Tampa won, and they shouldn't have won by as close of a margin as they did. They should have won 5-1. They gave up some crappy goals toward the end. But I watched the first game in Toronto, and there was that big brawl. And a lot of blood, there was blood on the ice. And I mean, that's you see that in hockey, like one guy's chirping, other guys, you know, getting chirped at, but he did something. So that's why he's getting chirped at. Then somebody bumps into somebody and then it's on and then the referees break the fight up. And there was a brawl in Toronto, big fight in Toronto on uh, what was that Monday night this week? And these <laughs> this guy got his on Tampa, got his head cut open. Big, You saw a big punch. It connects with the head. The blood literally like exploded all over the ice. But I mean, you see that in hockey. You don't, normally, you don't see that in a high school. You don't see just an open forum to beat and attack anybody that you see fit. So I don't know if collectively as society, we're starting to lose our minds, but that's kind of what it seems like. And there's a lot more than just, and this isn't like a brawl over abortion. It's not a brawl over LGBTQ issues. It's just a brawl of students beating each other into the pavement. And I don't even know what to, to think about it. I don't know what, and it's, it's just one of numerous stories in the last two to three days that, that just show that people are, 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 are there's not able to handle, handle it anymore. I'm Ryan Gable. This is the secret teachings. There's a hell of a lot more coming up tonight on the broadcast. Artie Gable at Yahoo.com, TST underscore underscore radio on Twitter. Stay with us. We'll be back. You are hearing the sound between that which is above and that which is below. It's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform, from Apple to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Search the name and start listening today for free. But if you want to avoid those annoying ads, head on over to thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to the ad-free archive. It's got old shows, new shows, and you can also download Ryan's digital books. Subscribe today. What are you waiting for? The end of the world? 
If you enjoy the secret teachings and want to hold years of my research in your hands, visit our website and grab physical and digital copies of my books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, theology, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. And food philosophy might just change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Remember, shipping is always included with the books. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and get your copy today. The Secret Teachings is now on Gab and Getter. Search Ryan Gable on both to find the show or stick with The Secret Teachings in the Metaverse. People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. Do you have everything you need to explore The Secret Teachings? I've got my secret socks on and my secret TV and my secret TV channel. Looks like SpongeBob's ready. Are you? Hey, this is John Peasy at JohnPeasy.com, and I'm here with Ryan Gable from The Secret Teaching. This is David Icke from DavidIcke.com, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. You are tuned into the Secret Teachings Radio. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you so much for joining us. So it's not just Dave Chappelle that was attacked on stage at the Hollywood Bowl earlier this week by some guy named Isaiah Lee, who looks like he's just a punk thug, somehow got a knife disguised as a gun or something to that effect into the festival the netflix is a joke festival and at the end of a introduction by dave chappelle this guy attacks the comedian he was dragged off stage and arrested i think he was taken to the hospital obviously it reminds people of the will smith chris rock incident because chris rock was actually there with dave chappelle and he got up and grabbed the mic and said hey was that will smith and they uh, they used some comedy and kind of got everybody quieted down and I mean, it shows symbolically, and it's kind of ironic, it shows symbolically the uh, the black-on-black crime and the black-on-black violence. And it also shows, as a comedian, whether you're Chris Rock or you're Dave Chappelle or even our friend John Peasy, who was on the show, he's been, he's been assaulted before people have thrown things at him. 
And uh, you got to be really careful, I guess, what you say and what you do because, well, you can get assaulted, you can get attacked, you can get tackled, you can get slapped for being a comedian. Obviously, as a comedian, you push the boundaries of, of what is considered to be socially acceptable. And, you know, comedians, from what I understand about comedians, comedians have, you know, maybe different kinds of jokes they, they tell for different parts of the country or maybe different countries they go to because obviously some of the jokes that might, that might land in the, in the South might not land in the North and might actually make people angry. And some of the jokes told, uh, you know, in the North might not, might not make any sense to people in Spain or to people, you know, various parts of Europe or you know, wherever. So comedians, ha- comedians have to be very, I mean, really good comedians have to be highly intelligent and highly adaptive and uh, very aware. And it's disturbing when we see, you know, we see Chris Rock or we see Dave Chappelle attacked. I mean, obviously, Dave Chappelle was was tackled with a guy with a knife. Will Smith was just a, a punk who went on stage and slapped, if that was a real incident, slapped Chris Rock. It's kind, kind of different, but it's, it's showing the same thing. It's showing the black-on-black violence, but it's also showing that as a comedian, you've got to be really careful of what you say because people, for, for no good reason, apparently, will just jump out of their seat, run onto the stage, even if you said nothing controversial, and they'll just attack you. They'll just tackle you. Clearly, this Isaiah Lee guy, if he brought a knife into the venue he probably was thinking about doing this he, he might have been thinking about you know he could have been thinking about just stabbing dave uh, dave to death on stage i mean we we don't we don't know what this guy was thinking but you know people can speculate i'm sure the the authorities are speculating and and, and know a lot more that they haven't released to the public i just i just can't help but think it's it's not just it's not that it's dangerous to maybe be a comedian it's just that it's dangerous to think freely, which is what comedians do. They, they freely think. They have a completely, most comedians have a completely open mind. They tell jokes. They push the boundaries. And you know how people say that if you want to see how the, the economy is doing, you look at the price of a Big Mac or you look at the price of uh, some other type of sandwich. Most, most of the time it's a Big Mac at you know, fast food restaurant, a Big Mac or, you know, maybe a Whopper at Burger King, but it's usually a Big Mac. And that can kind of give you an idea of what what the the, the economy is doing. Prices go up, prices go down. You know, how much is that Big Mac? And I think it's the same thing with comedians, except it's not economics. It's it's how stable is the society? How stable is the culture? How stable are the minds of the people that that make up the, the majority of the people within that society. And when you have these kinds of things that happen, it makes you start to, to wonder, are people conscious and in control of their emotions or have those emotions overridden their sense of reason? Now, I mean, if you want to boo a comedian, that's different. And I, I would think even some comedians, you know, I've, I've always watched Bill Burr. Bill Burr's really good at handling, like, you have people that are heckling you. And uh, if you watch Seinfeld, obviously, the, the heckle was was a joke at some of Jerry's performances. Like, really good comedians can handle a heckle. They can actually make it, turn it into a joke. You know, some comedians might fold under that pressure. But, I mean, that heckling somebody or booing somebody, you know, that's 
That's different than physically assaulting somebody. And yeah, it, it was just Dave Chappelle being being tackled on stage. And because Dave Chappelle is who Dave Chappelle is, guy's a genius. I've always loved Dave Chappelle. Watched Dave Chappelle when I was in high school stand up and Chappelle show. And I mean, it, it's a big story. I mean, there are other things, though, that aren't such big stories because it's, it's not Dave Chappelle. It's not Chris Rock. One of the big stories this week, this happened last night at a school in Tucson, where I am, right down the road from me, a handful of miles, if I could probably walk there, Tucson High School, Tucson High School, and there was a, an incident, I thought this happened yesterday, there, 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 I read another thing that said it happened Tuesday evening, but okay, maybe it happened Tuesday evening, either way, there was an incident at Tucson High School where there were I mean, TMZ actually posted this as well. I mean, it looked like it kind of reminded you ever, you ever did you ever see the the malice at the palace in Detroit with the the Pist, Detroit Pistons and the Indiana Pacers and the guy throws the drink at Ron Artest. I mean, it's 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 kind of an embarrassment to the National Basketball Association and to you know black folks as well. But this guy throws a drink and Ron Artest gets up. Remember Ron Artest? That guy was just. I mean, he he had some. He was a very good basketball player, but he had some serious mental problems. And he runs into the audience and he starts attacking this guy. And then there's a like a chair comes out of nowhere across the across the screen and hits somebody. And then everything gets kind of calmed down. And Ron Artest is back down on the court. And you know the they're trying to get police in there. They're trying to get the security to to stop the fights. And then this this big kind of this big kind of chunky guy from the audience in, in a Detroit. Pistons uh, jersey comes down and he's like, I mean, this guy was asking to have his ass beat. <laughs> he, he walks up to Ron Artest and he's like, basically bring it on. And then Ron Artest goes back for a, like, I think it was like a right hook and he slips and he almost, he almost not, he probably would have killed the guy if he had hit him with that, that hit uh, with that hook. And then, and then it starts again. It's just a big brawl. And it, I remember like I watched so much basketball when I was a kid because I wanted to play I wanted to play college ball and I wanted to play and would be, I didn't think I'd make it to the NBA, but I thought it maybe could play like very, very low level, you know, semi, semi pro basketball or something. And I was, I watched all kinds of basketball, especially the Lakers. I always watched the Lakers. LA was my favorite team. And I, and I would, I would watch any game though. And I, I saw that game live. I watched the brawl happen live. And, you know, for as, for as bad as that was for professional sports, for the NBA, for all that, I mean, that was a rare thing that you saw. Now we're seeing these kinds of things weekly. Dave Chappelle's attacked on stage this week, and then uh, we have some kind of, I don't know what to even call it, some kind of giant brawl at a high school here in Tucson. It was so bad it made national news, and they had to lock down the school because people were just, viciously attacking each other. It, it's like some kind of zombie movie. I mean, it's like um, some kind of apocalyptic event, or it's it's like Bird Box. People just start, they, they start committing suicide, and you, like you try to figure out what the hell's going on. Why is this woman bashing her head on the glass? Why is... Why is this uh, this person? I mean, it, what was that other movie? That crappy movie with Mark Wahlberg? Um, it was an M Night Shyamalan movie. 
can't remember that. Let me let me look it up. What was that? Cra- it was a really crappy movie. It was Mac, Matt Wahlberg and uh, the ha- it was a ha- was it the happening? I think it was the happening. Where they it was some environmental yeah it was the happening it was some environmental you know had an environmental theme to it that it would have drove people crazy and there'd just be people that would that were committing suicide and it's just, that's what it looks like here at this at this high school in Tucson it's just people were were just assaulting random people and it, even parents got involved in it there were people that. There are people that literally were walking along. So it's there's there's video of this. There's people that are like there's a couple of girls that are pulling each other's hair and fighting. And then there's another fight off to the side and there's people standing around and watching it. And then it just amplifies and amplifies. And then you've got people that are trying to help people who get attacked by other random people. And then you've got people that are getting out of a fight and they're backing off and then somebody attacks them. And then you got this one guy. These are young. These are high schoolers. This one young guy, he gets pulled out of a fight. He's being, he's being, looks like he's being beaten down. And one of the adults pulls him out of the fight and tries to, tries to break it up. And then some guy comes up behind him, grabs him and just like falls backward onto the pavement. And you're, I'm just thinking, you watch these videos, I'm thinking, this is a high school. It's not even that hot out yet here in Tucson. What, what is going on? These people are just assaulting black, white, Asian. It doesn't matter. Just girls pulling each other's hair, guys being, you know, body slammed into the pavement. And, and it's almost like the, the cynical... The cynical part of me is like, it's almost funny that while this is happening, just random people being attacked. There are others standing around. They just keep forming around these fights. This guy just got body slammed by five or six people. And the the cynical part of me is like, okay, look at this. There's literally people standing around the fight or forming around new fights. And they're holding cell phones, filming it with masks over their face. I mean, you can't find a more disturbing dystopian symbol of the future than that right there some guy gets body slammed by five or six other students and in in the foreground of that these two other kids are going at it like a hockey fight just bang 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 into each other's heads and there are people standing around they get out of the way so they don't get hit and they're just they're put, trying to put their cameras in there to get the angles of it. Like it's a scripted Hollywood fight, and they're trying to get the best angle. And then just a random kid comes up and starts punching another guy. And then another fight. Unbelievable. These people are animals. I don't, I don't know what caused this, that they haven't said what caused this giant brawl. But maybe, maybe it has something to do with, or at least is contributed to, by the fact that you hold students out of school, you prevent students from having physical contact with other human beings, you focus mostly on remote learning, 
You don't allow students to go to events, so they don't even have that socializing. You put people in masks, and maybe this is the outcome of, of cultivating such an antisocial behavior. Again, I have no idea what, what spawned this, this brawl, and that's what it is. I have no idea what spawned this brawl, but when you look at there's literally, I, I, can't, I can't believe there are people standing around watching it like it's, it's, it's some kind of like WWE UFC thing. I, 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 it's unbelievable. I mean, if I, if I was, if I was a parent, but, but then if I was a parent, of one of these kids, I am a parent, but if I, if I was a parent, one of these kids, I was about to say, and then I, I was about to say something. I thought actually parents got involved in this. Parents were fighting too. Parents were were, were being attacked or attacking people. It, it just it doesn't make any sense why there wouldn't be. We're going to move on to something else, but it doesn't make any sense why there would just be like one or two fights. Okay, but then you've just got random people attacking other people. It's like people are losing their minds. They're they're mentally unable to cope with something. And it's not just it's not just Dave Chappelle being tackled on stage. It's not just big brawls breaking out at high schools for no reason. In Los Angeles, yesterday, May 4th, Wednesday, rioters in Los Angeles attacked police, once again breaking windows, protesting, or so they say it's a protest protesting the Supreme Court's decision in the overturning of Roe versus Wade. What they obviously don't understand is that the Supreme Court hasn't overturned Roe versus Wade yet. They're not going to vote on that for months. But yet you've got, there's a lot of cursing in this, so I don't think I'm going to play the whole thing. This guy gets beaten down to the ground because, well, he's, he's, he's assaulted police. And he's, I mean, there's several of these people that are, they're assaulting police, they're breaking windows. So the police attack this guy, like they try to drag him down to the ground. And there's people that are trying to attack the police and pull the police off this guy who's being arrested because he was, well, he was he was doing other things like, you know, I don't know if this guy broke a window, but breaking windows, part of the mob and attacking police officers. And this girl starts screaming at the police, F you, F you, F you, F you. And it's like, hold on, hold on a second. Do, do we not understand what 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 are the police supposed to do? Are the police supposed to stand there and allow themselves physically to be assaulted? Are the police supposed to stand there and not protect the community? not protect random people that might walk by who are going to get assaulted by a group of terrorists. What are the police supposed to do? Just stand there and do nothing? And it's strange because in places like Portland, if you go confront the, I mean, I've seen videos of people get confront the Antifa people or the, 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 well, most of them are just terrorists, but the Antifa people, then the Antifa people are like, call the police, call the police, call the police. These people are such low life degenerates there, there really aren't, there aren't words to describe what pieces of filth these, these people are. It, but it's sad because most of them are young kids. And it's, it, they're young people, just like at the big fight at the Tucson High School on 
think I, I guess it's Tuesday, but it, I had other reports that said Wednesday. I guess it was Tuesday this week. So it was like a few hours before Dave Chappelle got tackled. And then you've got riots in Los Angeles because people are violently rioting over a Supreme Court decision that isn't even a decision. And you'd, you'd, you'd be probably surprised how many radio shows don't even check the facts. I mean, we get things wrong here on The Secret Teachings. I pronounce words wrong. I get dates wrong on occasion or a time wrong. But, you know, I, I can admit to that, and it's not that I'm trying to conceal something. I just, you know, my, my, my brain, my brain just, there's a, there's a moment of, of lapse. But there are people that are like, oh, yeah, the Supreme Court's leaked uh, opinion. That's the final decision. If you read the thing, the very top of the, 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 the opinion that was, that was written by Justice Alito, it says draft. It's not the final opinion. But there are people that immediately, hysterically, in media, oh, my God, the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade. This is such a great thing. Or, oh, my God, the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade. This is a horrible thing. They're not even, they didn't even read the draft. Did they read it? No, because it's a draft. It's not a final opinion, which makes you think, well, what was the... What was the motivation behind leaking that draft? Might have happened before things like that have happened. What was the point in leaking that draft? Probably to create the kind of carnage that you saw in Los Angeles. Probably to create the kind of protest that you've seen in other cities over. I mean, we had, when I was living in New York, there were people that were protesting and not entirely, but borderline rioting in Rochester, New York over a law that was completely constitutional passed in Texas allowing for civil suit in abortion cases. There were people borderline rioting in Rochester, New York, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles. Like, that's got to be at least a 1,000 miles away. And they were holding up their signs that said, don't overturn Roe versus Wade. You'll allow states to make the decision in whether or not abortion can be legal. And it's like, well, yeah, that's that's exactly what it'll do. And it doesn't mean that you can't have an abortion. It's it's the hysteria. It's the Dave Chappelle being attacked on stage for no apparent reason. It's brawls between men, women, black, white, Asian, doesn't matter. And parents, students and parents attacking each other at a school in Tucson. It's mentally deranged communist terrorists in Los Angeles physically assaulting people, physically assaulting police, and violently vandalizing and destroying property. And when I say violent, I say violently destroying, not because, you know, I want to sound hyperbolic, but when if someone throws a brick through a window, okay, it's it's vandalism. But when you have people that are they're in a they're in a rage, and they just, they're just, just like the kids at the high school, if you watch the video, they're just, they're throwing both fists at the same time. It's like they're literally throwing a tantrum, like a child who didn't get something they wanted. And they just, they're throwing fists at anybody, police, you know, people walking by, windows, doors, it doesn't matter, whatever they can hit, whatever they can punch, whatever they can, and then when some, the police pull somebody off of somebody, then the police start having things thrown at them. Fascist, 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 fascist. It's like, what in the hell is happening? Are, are, are people losing their minds? Now, look, I, I don't want to sit here and sound like I think society's breaking down or make it sound like I think that, because I don't. I don't think society's necessarily breaking down. 
My issue is what's happening here is that people, some people seem to be losing their minds. Some people are so hysterical that this is what happens. However, is this the majority of America? No, it's not the majority. These are small minorities of people. I'm not talking about race or ethnicity. Small minorities of people with very strong emotional centers. They do not think, they clearly do not think for themselves. And they think because they've been told, so it becomes the programming, they've been told that any kind of police action at a protest is equal to fascism and that police are always, always, always bad no matter what they do. They've been taught that government is bad and government is what prevents people from having, I don't know, the same amount of money as their neighbor. They're just just communists. They don't even know they're communists. They're Marxists. They don't even know they're Marxists. They're fascists. They don't even know they're fascists. And yet, despite the fact that the Supreme Court's opinion, which was a draft, isn't the final decision yet, people are standing outside of the Supreme Court chanting the following. Hey, hey, ho, ho. Fascist scum has got to go. Ho, ho. Fascist scum has got to go. Hey, hey. Ho, ho. Fascist scum has got to go. They're standing in front of the Supreme Court of the United States chanting, hey, hey. Ho, ho. Fascist scum has got to go. The Supreme Court of the United States might be the most least fascist institution in the world. The Supreme Court of the United States, even the liberal judges, for those of you who are conservative, even the Supreme Court of the United States, when it doesn't come to vaccines or abortion, the Supreme Court of the United States usually judges, regardless of what their their political affiliation is, they usually judge with a very unbiased mind, a very unbiased point of view, because they're doing it based on the law, which is what the the Supreme Court does. They determine when cases are brought before them what the Constitution meant and how it applies to that law to determine if that law is constitutional or not. And, I mean, yes, the Supreme Court makes mistakes. They're humans. Yes, the Supreme Court makes decisions that are morally sometimes reprehensible. But, having a Supreme Court make a few bad decisions and a lot of really good decisions is better than having a Politburo where, by the way, if you were to say that in places like Beijing or if you were to do something like that in Stalin's Russia, hey, hey, ho, ho, fascist scum has got to go, you'd get to the ist in fascist. It would be, hey, hey, ho, ho, fascist, and then you'd hear a series of gunshots and bodies hitting the ground. So it's it's amazing to me how these people are so disconnected from reality and so uninformed on how the government works or how it should work in a constitutional republic with democratic processes that they literally would stand in front of the most unfascist institution in the world 
and chant your fascists. Well, why are they doing that? You know, of course, is the question. But chant your fascists. You have to go. Because the Supreme Court is following, at this point, what is interpreted to be the rule of law. And they're saying Roe versus Wade was a really shaky foundation, it, it, built on a shaky foundation. It shouldn't have been the case. It should have been, you know, from the beginning that there was no federal regulation back in the 70s of abortion. It was kind of a flavor of the day. And it should be the state that gets to determine you know, whether abortion is, is legal, legal or not. And even in, you know, states like California, there's still restrictions on abortion. Places that say, oh, you're going to be able to have an abortion here. There's still restrictions on abortion and places where you think you never can get an abortion ever. Arizona, Florida, Texas, you can. There's just a cutoff point. There has to, there's some regulation on it. Hey, hey, ho-ho, fascist scum has got to go. It's the Supreme Court of the United States. These people are are hysterics, and hysterics yell the loudest. They make the most noise, and that's why they, they seem to be the majority when they're not. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. More of this bizarre behavior coming up after this. Stay with us. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available as TST Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the show name and start listening today for free. And if you want to avoid those annoying ads, visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our ad-free archive with some of our older shows included. You'll get a private RSS feed and access to the Montage Archive and my digital books. Subscribe today or listen to the free show archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, grab a physical and digital copy of his books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Visit thesecretteachings.info. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. 
People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. This is David John Oates from reversespeech.com. You are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. This transmission is coming to you from the space between heaven and hell. It's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Welcome back to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever and wherever you are listening as we broadcast around the world. If you'd like to contact us, you can email the show at rdgable at yahoo.com, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings, and on Twitter at tst double underscore radio. You can also find my books, our affiliate sponsor, Pro One Water Filters, which I encourage you to check out, and our behind-the-scenes content on Patreon, all on our website at www.thesecretteachings.info. You can also find our free show archive there to listen to the show. There are monetized advertisements in that archive, though, so if you want to get the monetized ad-free archive, you can subscribe to our show archive on the website www.thesecretteachings.info and for those of you who have asked me when you buy a book or when you subscribe I do things very old school so send me an email if you don't get a response right away from the purchase or the subscription rdgable at yahoo.com and I promise you I'll get back to you as soon as possible ASAP and since I do everything here and I try to disconnect from technology might not see your text right away, but I promise you I will get back to it as soon as possible. Again, thank you so much for tuning in to the show tonight. When I looked at the story of Dave Chappelle being uh, attacked on stage, I also came across some other stories, uh, one of them locally here in Tucson, Arizona. A high school experienced a lockdown right down the road from me because a massive brawl broke out between students and if you watch the video it's not just a couple of students fighting it's dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of people some people that weren't in a fight that suddenly are pulled into a fight punched in the back of the head pulled down to the ground body slammed parents got involved in the brawl and i'm watching the video thinking my god what is what is happening what is going on So then I turned my attention to Los Angeles where there's violent rioters 
And when police are trying to break up the rioting and disperse the unlawful assembly, I mean, trust me, I'm not one for police brutality. I don't know who is. But when people are breaking windows and attacking other people and chanting either communist or violent rhetoric, and then they attack police officers, yeah, the police officer within reason has a right to grab that person and subdue them. And some people are so disconnected from reality that they then scream. If you watch some of these videos, they scream at the police officer with, with this hysteria. Uh, F you, F you, F you, F you, F you, F you, F you. It's like, what are, you, what are you talking about? The guy literally broke windows. He attacked somebody. He f- assaulted a police officer. He's lucky he's not be- being tased right now. He's lucky they've just put him on the ground and hit him a few times. What do you want the police to do? And these don't look like pale, white, European police officers either, if you catch my drift. And then you got people outside the Supreme Court. This is just a stunning case of, of just absolute ignorance on a level that is, is truly incomprehensible. Listen to the people chanting outside of the Supreme Court of the United States this week. Hey, hey, ho, ho, fascist scum has got to go. The Supreme Court of the United States agree or disagree with their decision in any case usually gets it as right as possible with the best application and interpretation of the Constitution and law. Usually. The context to that is we could have a Supreme Court that sometimes sides with political views. We could have a Supreme Court that sometimes gets it wrong, but a lot of the time gets it right. Like the eviction moratorium that the CDC claimed they had the authority to, to enact, and the Supreme Court said you have no authority to do that. You have no statutory authority to do that. Supreme Court also said that President OSHA doesn't have the authority to force businesses to require vaccines for those that had 100 employees or more. So the Supreme Court is all in all necessary to the functioning of a free and open society and necessary to uphold the rule of law. And for somebody, and not just an individual, for hundreds of people, maybe thousands. I don't know how many were there. I can't, I can't see that far back in the video. But for that many people to literally go to the Supreme Court building and chant, hey, hey, ho, ho, fascist scum has got to go. I don't know. Kind of, to me, sounds like an insurrection. I mean, I don't think the Trump people in D.C. were chanting fascist scum has got to go when the doors were opened and some of them walked inside. And it doesn't matter what you think of that day or that event. But if you watch people and listen to people, if you listen to this, fascist scum has got to go. If you listen to that and watch these people, you would think, well, that that kind of looks like it might have the 
it might have the the defining elements of a potential insurrection on the Supreme Courthouse. Why? Well, I don't know, because they're calling them fascists and saying fascist scum has got to go. That would mean, I'm assuming, they don't just want them to change their opinion. They just want the fascist scum to go. They want them removed. And if this were Beijing, they would march into the building and physically remove the judges, beat them to death in the street, and they would call that justice. If the judges were lucky in a communist state, no matter what your views are or their views are, they'll rip the liberal justices out of their seats. And maybe if you're lucky, you'll have urine and feces thrown on you as people scream, fascist scum has got to go, and you have to apologize for your sins in a struggle session. This is one of the most ironic things. I've. This might be the most ironic thing I've ever seen in politics. For someone to literally cheer outside of the Supreme Court, fascist scum has got to go. It doesn't matter what you think of the Supreme Court or any of the justices. The Supreme Court of the United States, just like our Congress, even our executive branch, the Supreme Court of the United States is the least fascist institution perhaps anywhere in the world. They literally only interpret the rule of law as it applies to other laws in cases that have been brought before them. They only interpret those cases based on the rule of law. It is the least fascist institution in the world. One of the least fascist institutions in the world. I mean, it would make more sense if you were chanting that outside of the White House where Joe Biden just says, I don't know what I'm signing. I'm just going to sign it. And even then, the executive branch doesn't have all the authority. The Supreme Court doesn't have all the authority. Congress has the authority. Congress is the most powerful branch of the government, hands down. Not only are they most the most powerful branch of the government, they're also the most cumbersome branch of the government. You see how that works? They're the most powerful and the most cumbersome. Why are they the most cumbersome? Because as the most powerful, if they could just act however they wanted quickly, that would be very dangerous. So, yes, there needs to be a slow process so bad stuff doesn't happen, so bad things don't get passed quickly. And sometimes bad things slip through anyway. It's better to have a slow process than someone just signing bills left and right, someone just signing executive orders left and right. I think there should be an amendment to the executive procedure. I think that there should only be allowed a handful of executive orders in a presidential term. I do not think a president should be able to set their executive order, executive order, executive order, executive order. I don't know what I'm signing. Executive order, executive order. What's that one? Um, uh, I've never seen this one. Who wrote this? Don't worry about it, Mr. President. Just sign it. Okay, sign it, sign it, sign it. I don't think a president should be able to sign that many executive orders. Or it should be redefined what an executive order is. It's not a law. So, anyway, let me play that for you one more time. And look at them. They're all, all these people are like dressed the same. They look the same. They sound the same. They all look like they come from the same place. They all look like they could be the students at the Tucson High School in a brawl. They're all young people who don't know anything about anything. And that doesn't mean young people don't know things. It just means these are all young people that have been radicalized 
by public schools and by colleges through Cloward and Piven by Marxist professors, and they literally think the Supreme Court of the United States is fascist scum. I don't I don't know if people like that can actually be rehabilitated into society. They are a danger to the rule of law. They are a danger to democracy. They are a danger to a free and open society. And that's kind of the whole point. That's the whole issue with the leaked Supreme Court opinion. If you think about it, it's just a draft. I mean, at least the mainstream media got that right. At least the mainstream media, when they initially reported this, said it was a draft. We can give CNN and Fox and all these other outlets that, that much credit. A lot of the, main, the alternative media was just like, oh my God, they finally overturned Roe versus Wade. They're not making the decision for months. It's a draft opinion. It's subject to change. And I think that's the point. I think that's why it was leaked. It was leaked so we could get people protesting outside the Supreme Court, people that don't know what branch of government is what branch of government most of the time, but people protesting, demanding fascist scum has got to go because I think they want to intimidate the Supreme Court, at least a few judges, to vote the opposite of what came out in that opinion. They want there to be a confirmation that Roe versus Wade is, is going to stand. And it's not actually Roe versus Wade, okay? It's not, they're not looking at Roe versus Wade. They're looking at Thomas E. Dobbs, the state health officer of the Mississippi Department of Health and other petitioners versus Jackson Women's Health Organization. Okay, so it's about a Mississippi law. That's another thing. Oh my God, they decided to pull Roe versus Wade out of the storage closet and they're going to overturn it? That's not how the process works, but people don't understand that. Okay, so there's a leaked draft, and then people start protesting and doing this kind of thing. It's not just there in, in Washington. It's also in Los Angeles. I and mean, some of these videos have so, many, so much cursing. I don't know how much of this I can play, but... <laughs> rioters, protesters, breaking windows, attacking police... Now, there's so much there's so much cursing and some of that, you know, beeped out. But it's all these people do F you pig, F you pig, F you pig. It's one thing if you, you want to scream at somebody, you, you start attacking people and you don't expect the cop to take out the stick and beat you to within an inch of your life. I mean, what what is wrong with these people? And that, that's the other funny thing. These people that are pro-abortion, that are rioting and 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 looting and vandalizing and you know they're spray painting police cars and breaking windows they're showing who they really are they're breaking windows they're attacking police they're attacking citizens they're spray painting and vandalizing things they're violent they're aggressive i bet you could find a handful of these people who by the way are also waving communist flags they're literally holding and waving communist flags in los angeles literally they had to call the Department of Homeland Security out. These people are terrorists. They are a danger to the rule of law, a danger to society. They're a danger to everybody. And I love the fact that a lot of these cops aren't even white. So you can't even use the white supremacy thing. Not, a lot of these cops aren't even white. Where I lived in Rochester, there were black police officers being screamed at by white Black Lives Matter protesters. Try to think, I mean, talk about irony. You got people outside the Supreme Court saying fascist scum has got to go, and you've got white protesters screaming at black cops how evil 
police are because they're white supremacists. I mean, I think it's supposed to mess with your mind. It's supposed to make us afraid. It's supposed to demoralize us. This is why we see all these stories about uh, things in the media, about how we have violent crime, gun crime, all these different types of, of crimes and new victimizations, when in fact, violent crime is at an all-time low. The rate of murder is, is at an all-time low. In fact, the, the rate of murder is about 30% lower today than it was in the 70s or in the 90s when it hits peak, based on the data from the FBI and the Department of Justice. New data just came out. I read this today. The U.S. experienced its largest ever recorded annual increase in homicides in 2020. So 2019 to 2020, the largest ever recorded increase in homicides. But although there was a huge increase in 2020, in 2021, it was only a 5% increase. And it's still at a, at a low over the last four or five decades. Things are actually safer, but they seem more unsafe. They seem more violent. Uh, people seem more uh, aggressive and angry, and maybe that's the case, but we've seen that from social media and the mainstream media. We've seen that in the streets every time we go outside, or is that just what the media has created for us t- to look at? And, and that's why I think that this leaked uh, Supreme Court draft opinion was leaked to create uh, mob violence and to try to intimidate the Supreme Court into changing their mind and to create the kind of uh, violence in Washington and in Los Angeles. And I don't know what's going on in Tucson, but this big school brawl and Dave Chappelle being attacked. And, and it's like some of these people, some of these people have to get like an Amber alert on their phone. You know, you just get that notification. They get a notification to riot. I, th- I think that's what happens. They get the alert on the phone. Time to go riot. They, 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 they put the gear on that their mom made them and then they go out and they protest and they riot. That has to be what it is. I mean, the average person doesn't pay attention to, 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 to anything. I mean, the funny thing is these are the same people that, that want gun control. The Supreme Court is, is uh, uh, deciding on a major uh, landmark uh, gun control case, too. They don't, I don't know when it's gonna, the final decision is going to come out, but it, I think it's probably by the end of this year. And, and, hey, maybe if this whole abortion thing dies down, they'll start focusing on the guns. But that's also happening. There's nobody protesting over that. We did a show on that last year. And the Supreme Court's probably going to overturn New York and California's very strict uh, gun control measures, and it's going to be much easier to be able to get and to carry a firearm legally, which hopefully that means in a lot of those places like California and New York, crime rates will drop because people will be less likely to assault you if they know that you could be packing. Well, that means criminals are going to have easy access to guns. Criminals already have easy access to guns. That's part of the reason crime rates are so high in places. And in, in other places, cr- other kinds of crime are high. Like here in, here in Arizona, it's funny. You look at places that have really, really, really open um, gun control. Like they're very, there's very little gun control. There's crime. There just isn't a lot of one-on-one crime. There aren't a lot of people getting mugged. There's a lot of vandalism and property crime. But in a major place, major city that has strict gun control, there's actually more gun-related violence because it's gangs, mostly gangs, and it's people with guns attacking people, robbing people, shooting people. It's, again, mostly gangs, you know, with or without guns. It doesn't matter. So, I mean, that's the, the, the Supreme Court at any given time has dozens and dozens of cases before them. 
and you're concerned over abortion. I mean, how about the fact that we have we've authorized billions and billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars to Ukraine? Anybody concerned over that? No, because abortion is the flavor of the day. And this leaked draft was leaked to create what happened in D.C., to create what happened in L.A., to create riots and protests and violence, I believe to intimidate through mob rule, through mob violence, Supreme Court justices to change their minds. And that is the antithesis of democracy. That is the overthrowing of democracy. And that's what they want. You either vote the way we want you to vote, even though most of the people protesting couldn't tell you anything else about the Supreme Court except uh, Roe versus Wade and they're going to overturn it. Oh, my God. I bet they don't even know it's about a case of uh, relating to abortion in Mississippi. While all that's happening, our friend Joseph Lavelle sent me an email. It's from the White House website. Emergency supplemental assistance to Ukraine. The Ukrainian aid package of $33 billion. $33 billion. We normally give Ukraine about three and a half. Okay, so they doubled that, and now they're, they've got an aid package of $33 billion. But hey, if you look at it, where does the money go? Most of it doesn't actually go to Ukraine. So $33 billion, Ukraine emergency supplemental assistance, and it doesn't even go to Ukraine. It goes to defense agencies. It goes to industries that are going to profit from what's happening in Ukraine. It's also going to other countries. Remember those, those, uh, those COVID stimulus checks that you got? You got like $1,400, which just devalued the currency that you already had because they gave it out of nothing. They printed it out of nowhere. And where did most of that money go? Well, it didn't go to you. You got $1,400 out of billions of dollars. Most of the money, Bill Gates got like $400 billion. I think it was like four, maybe, it was, maybe it was 100, 400 million. But Bill Gates got, it was like $400 million, maybe $400 billion. It was $400 million probably. $400 million out of that. You got $1,400. Bill Gates got half a billion. The Ukraine emergency aid package, we have to pass this immediately. People in Congress don't even read this stuff. It's just emergency aid to Ukraine? Sure, I'll, I'll, I'll vote on that. Did you read it? No. And you're irresponsible. You shouldn't be in Congress. So we need people that will actually read what they're signing will actually read what they're voting on one way or another. We need people that will be honest. But that's a cultural thing. That's, a, that's an issue that we have with, within our society, within our culture. And a lot of that starts in school. And, you know, it's, it's just you, you see where, where this is festering. You see where this is, this is swollen and inflamed is that when you have CNN that says the right wing entertainment complex, this is what the, 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 the people at CNN say, the right-wing entertainment complex wants to indoctrinate children into responsibility, hard work, honesty, and the rule of law. CNN actually said that. CNN said they, they were talking about the company called the Tuttle Twins, these guys that they make curriculum for, for young kids, for teenagers, even for young adults. They do free, economic, uh, free market economic courses. They, they've got children's books, all kinds, just to help children learn, and parents as well, learn about, well, what is liberty? What is the rule of law? What is equality? What is, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And CNN acknowledges, like, yeah, that's what they're doing, 
But that's indoctrination. And they don't like that that's indoctrination. That They would rather, and again, CNN literally said this, that they're saying if, if liberal indoctrination is, is really a thing, then, well, conservatives are indoctrinating their kids with things like free market economics and the rule of law. It's horrible. I read that article. Well, we talked about it on a, on a show like a week and a half, two weeks ago. I read that article. I'm thinking, okay, I'm not a conservative, but it doesn't have anything to do with conservatism. It's responsibility, honesty, the rule of law, equality. That's indoctrination. If you don't have honesty, if you don't have responsibility, if there's no integrity, no ethics, no virtue, if there's no reasoning, if there's no rule of law, then you're not going to have cohesiveness. You're going to have people attacking each other in the street. You're going to have judges that are bought and paid off. You're going to have Congress people that are like, oh, yeah, I support Ukraine. Not asking where the money actually goes. You're going to have people chanting outside of the Supreme Court of the United States, the least fascist institution in the world, that their only job is to literally interpret the constitutionality of a law. Doesn't mean they're always right. And people are chanting, hey, hey, ho, ho, fascist scum has got to go. These people don't know what planet they're on. They, 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 I mean, it's, it almost feels like it's too far gone to, 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 save, to save anything, to even save face. I mean, you got comedians being attacked, and when comedians are being physically assaulted, it's not it's not just Chris Rock, and maybe that was a stunt. It's it's not just Dave Chappelle this week. I mean, this it's a routine thing for comedians to either they're physically assaulted or it's called for their cancellation because they make jokes that that you don't like. Like remember Bill Burr when he was on SNL, and I think he did like a two I think it was like a two minute open or some something like that. Maybe it was a close. But he said something about Black History Month, and he's like, he's like, these are it's a cold month. He's like, these are equator people. You got to get them like June or July or something. And people called him a racist and all these horrible things. And it's like, the the dude is literally married to a black lady. They have children together. They don't actually have an, an ability to argue. That's why they call the the police. You fascist pigs. You effers, 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 pigs, pigs, pigs. They, they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're saying. The Supreme Court's fascist. People with guns, knives are attacking Dave Chappelle on stage. It's, it's like Jesus Christ. But the good news is that's not even close to a majority of, of the country. This is an extremist, irrational, emotional, behaviorally, disturbed group of people and they don't like jokes they don't know what the supreme court is or what they do they think that an opinion draft is a final decision first of all and then they think that if they intimidate the supreme court they'll get true democracy and true justice when that is the absolute opposite of democracy and justice That is an assault on our republic, and those people should be arrested and put in jail. You can protest and you can chant, but when you start breaking windows and attacking people and calling the Supreme Court fascist, you got to start wondering what the hell is going on. But that's that's not the majority. That's a small minority that scream the loudest and commit acts of violence. The rest of us are sitting around thinking, what is going on? And that's feeding into the idea that society is falling apart when it's not. 
I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teaching. Stay with us. Broadcasting from the edge of thought and consciousness, it's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform, from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available is TST Weekends. Search the show name and start listening today for free. If you want to avoid those annoying ads, subscribe to our ad-free archive with our oldest shows, a private RSS feed, our montage archive, and Ryan's digital books. Visit thesecretteachings.info. People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, visit the website and grab a physical and digital copy of Ryan's books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. And remember, shipping is always included. Some restrictions exist for international. Visit thesecretteachings.info. For a lot longer than most podcasts have been around, The Secret Teachings has been at the forefront of unique investigation into both the mundane and the extraordinary. Critical thought and controlled speculation allowed us to determine that the much-anticipated UAP report would be vague, unexplained, and would simply imply the need for defense against national security threats. We determined that sonic weapons were the cause of Havana Syndrome a full year before CNN acknowledged the same. We told you about the mind-controlled magic, sex slavery, and intellectual theft in the music industry long before Britney Spears spoke out about her conservatorship, and we've been removed from radio for refusing to censor our show over international child trafficking networks and sex cults long before Epstein didn't kill himself. This has been done with no budget, only your support, and a will to learn and succeed. And you can continue to be a part of The Secret Teachings journey as we broadcast Monday through Friday after lighting the void with Joe Roop right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. KTLK, digital broadcasting, The Fringe FM. So far tonight, we have Dave Chappelle being attacked on stage. We have a brawl, an unbelievable brawl of dozens of students at a Tucson high school down the road from me being attacked or attacking other people, including parents, teachers, staff, etc., all involved in this huge, huge brawl. Different fights breaking out, people being pulled to the ground, having their hair pulled, punched in the face. No indication of what started it, just... A mass social contagion, it looks like. People in Washington chanting at the Supreme Court of the United States, which 
for those of you who, who might not know, the Supreme Court has one job, and that is to interpret laws when they're presented with a case to determine if the law and the case brought before them is constitutional or not. Their, their job is to interpret the Constitution, uh, to interpret things based on the rule of law. They get things wrong sometimes, but they are the least fascist institution probably in the world, and yet here are people chanting in front of the Supreme Court this week. Hey, 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 ho, 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 fascist scum has got to go. Got to get rid of these fascists in the Supreme Court. Basically, we're going to intimidate you into not making the decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. Not democracy. That's fascism. Someone can chant. That's the irony of this. Someone can chant, you're a fascist at the Supreme Court overturning Roe versus Wade. We want true democracy, so we're going to intimidate you and threaten you until you do what we tell you to do. That's mob justice. That's mob rule. That's actually true democracy, as a matter of fact. It is true democracy. But based on the, the idea of people being able to vote and uh, determine what the law is in individual states where I believe abortion should stand, that is the only stance I really firmly have on abortion, is that it should be a state issue. It should not be a federal issue. You're basically saying you're a fascist if you don't do what we say. So we're going to use raw democracy, mob rule to overturn the right of the people to vote in these matters on the state level. And since you're not doing what we want you to do, since you're trying to allow the states to make the decision, which is constitutionally how it, how it should be decided, we're going to call you fascists for letting people democratically decide what the law is. These people have a very distorted view of what democracy is, a very distorted view of what a republic is, a very distorted view of what the Supreme Court is. We also have rioters in Los Angeles. And uh, I've seen a lot of these videos. A lot of the police aren't, aren't like pale white people, okay? They're, they're a mix of different backgrounds and races. But I guess the cops are racist, and people are in Los Angeles are rioting over a draft opinion from the Supreme Court, when they also, you would think, should be mad at the Supreme Court because the Supreme Court's going to overturn a lot of strict gun laws in states and say that, based on the Second Amendment, you can't actually restrict gun access like you do in Los Angeles or like you do in California or New York. Nobody's protesting that, though. How we did a show on that a year ago. We called it In God or in gun, in gun we trust. And uh, put that up on the uh, the archive, uh, you know, over a year ago. And we, we, I'm sure that there'll be a protest before, if the Supreme Court decides on that case by the end of the year, I'm sure there'll be a protest over that too, a riot over that too. So just remember, you heard that on the Secret Teachings in 2020. We also told you two weeks ago, well, actually longer than that, three weeks ago, we told you three weeks ago, the Supreme Court was probably going to overturn Roe versus Wade. And then a leaked draft comes out, and everybody thinks that's the final decision. It's a draft. People think the Supreme Court's fascist. It's the opposite of fascist. Was, I don't know what's going on. Dave Chappelle's tackled on stage. There's a, a huge fight. Shut down a school in, in Tucson. And not two people, just a whole school. Sort of, it's like a, 
a clearing of the bench in hockey. Everybody's involved. Goalies are fighting. Players are fighting. It's like the, the malice at the palace in Detroit. Players are fighting. People are coming out of the stands and fighting. Coaches are involved. Security's involved. It's just a total and absolute chaotic scene. And the funny thing is, like, I mean, just thinking about the, the abortion issue, it's in places like Colorado, they passed a law earlier, uh, this was March, I believe, 2022, and they affirmed a right to abortion, but in Colorado, you still have to have parental notification. There's a ban on Medicaid paying for abortion, and it does not require private insurers to cover abortion. So there's still restrictions on abortion, even in very liberal states where you can have an abortion anytime you want. Well, within, within reason. California also passed legislation the same month in March eliminating out-of-pocket abortion costs for anyone with health insurance, but California doesn't allow abortions after fetal viability. They might define that differently than some states, but there's, there's a lot more to it than that. And that's, that's kind of the ironic thing. It's like, oh, they're going to ban abortion in, in, in Republican states. No, they've set the marker at 15 weeks, right? And you can get an abortion before that if you want. And then in other states where it's like, oh, they're going to have total open season on, on growing babies in the womb. But most of those states actually have strong restrictions on abortion too. So you, you, don't, really, you don't really know what to believe. And I think it's because of all the doubt and all the hatred, all the, all the confusion, the lack, of, the lack of basic cultural norms being passed from generation to generation. I really think part of the problem is it's a lack of responsibility, a lack of respect, a lack of information, a lack of context, a lot of things that I think are lacking. I mean, responsibility, respect, dignity for yourself, you know, honoring of yourself and others, like cultural respect of, of religions and other people's viewpoints. That's what allows an open society to function freely. But some people have taken advantage of that open society and think the Supreme Court is fascist or think that if you, you make a joke, you should be able to be stabbed on stage. And that is... I'm t- I've told you a thousand times on this show, that is terrifyingly, terrifyingly close to being a carbon copy of of the the history of what happened to the Chinese people in the 1950s. And not just the Chinese people, but that's the, that's the, the, the history that I've read. I read a three, huge three-part history book series on, on the Chinese um, communist revolution. And I'm telling you, it is verbatim what is happening today. People just broke out into fights in the street, mass fights, mass brawls. You had people in government that were dragged out of their of their positions of power and beaten or killed, and even within the government, there'd be there there would be uh, purges to show that other government officials, even if they were they were doing the 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 bidding of the state, other government officials had to you know had to be eliminated because it had to show the other ones. This is why you don't step out of line. 
and it keeps everybody on edge. And that was that was the whole thing that Mal tried to do. He, Mal Zedong tried to keep everybody on edge all the time. You never knew who was going to say or do the wrong thing, even if it was the right thing. Sound familiar? And the right thing today, you think it's right today, the next day, you do the same thing thinking it's right and it's wrong, and you get your throat slit. Doubt, confusion, constant, perpetual revolution. That is the communist manifesto. But beyond communism, that's, that's just how you break society down. There is no excuse for this kind of behavior. There is no excuse for people fighting in the streets, breaking windows, spray-painting cop cars, burning buildings down, attacking police officers, attacking civilians, random people on the street, lighting fireworks and shooting them at Republicans in Portland, waving communist flags. It shows you how open and free our society is. Maybe a little bit too open and free when the police don't do anything. And when they do, they get physically assaulted and things thrown at them. You vandalize a police car, you should go to get arrested and go to jail. I mean, you, you attack somebody in the street randomly, you, you, you should be arrested and taken to jail. And yet you got prosecutors that refuse to prosecute people. But despite all of that, despite the confusion, despite the doubt, despite, despite the perpetual revolution, despite the anger, the hatred, the uncontrollable emotional rage, despite all of that, things really aren't that bad. And uh, they might get worse or they might be getting worse, but we, we, we need to recognize that, I mean, as bad as things might be perceived, they could be immensely worse. The way that things are that we see in the media, the way that things are that we hear in the media, the way that things are we see on social media, gives us a very small picture of what's really going on in our country, in our state, in our own backyard, in our, in our community. It's a very small, isolated segment of what's actually going on. Because that's what gets attention, right? That's what gets the hits, the clicks, the, the views. And I'm not talking about this stuff tonight because I want you know the attention. I, I, I doubt anybody else is going to put all these topics together and talk about them you know, on a radio show tonight. Just, this is just what I decided to, to discuss it's just it's hysteria it's emotional immaturity there's no respect there's no dignity there's no there's no ethics whatsoever people do they will do and say whatever they have to do and say to get what they want especially people in media i mean people will call you a fascist a white supremacist a nazi all kinds of things all kinds listen to this here is a great example listen to this guy on cnn talking about the the Roe versus Wade potentially uh, being overturned. Listen to this. I think it's not too great a stretch to say there is some connection between an effort to overturn an election and an effort to overturn Roe. And and it's this, as I've been thinking about it. There, there is a segment of the ideological spectrum now who thinks it has certain kinds of powers and wants to engage in radical efforts to overturn things that they don't like. There's no more incrementalism. There's no more compromise. You don't like the results of an election. You storm the Capitol and you talk about hanging the vice president of the United States and you get the presidency back. So this guy literally, you talk about mirroring and reflecting. This is precisely 
what people are doing outside of the Supreme Court chanting, you're fascist. This is what people are doing in Los Angeles rioting over something that isn't even decided yet, which I think is the whole point, to intimidate those people into, into submitting. Who are those people? Supreme Court justices submit to the mob, mob rule. True democracy, honestly. It's really just democracy. It's mob rule. But then taking the democratic process away from states, they get to then decide whether or not they, they want abortion to be legal in their state. And in states that are pro or anti, it doesn't matter. There's still a lot of laws. You can get abortions in restrictive states, and you can't get as many abortions as you thought in more open states. It's, it's always a more complicated issue. Now, speaking of the, uh, the abortion issue, I thought this was just wild. Vice News, you know Vice, they're very, li- very left-leaning progressive. Vice News published an article on Tuesday this week. Same day Dave Chappelle got attacked, same day there was this big brawl at this high school in Tucson. Vice News published an article highlighting abortion pills from veterinary sources. Can you believe that? They published an article promoting abortion pills that you get from animal doctors. Why is that funny? I don't know, because... These are the same people that made fun of ivermectin. This is the same vice that mocked ivermectin, that mocked people that took ivermectin. Now, I will agree, though, that ivermectin is poison. But, you know, in an emergency, you can also take... um, you can also take uh, antibiotics that are meant for fish that you can get at, a, at a, an aquarium. You can take those for yourself, but I, I don't think you should probably be taking antibiotics, and I don't think you should probably be taking ivermectin, and you probably shouldn't be taking uh, abortion pills that are meant for, you know, for animals. Or I just it's it's incredible. The name of this drug, by the way, is um, well, I guess this is the human version. So, uh, miso. Prostol, so like miso soup, miso prostol, a human version, is one half of the protocol for inducing abortion via pills. Miso prostol. And, I mean, yeah, ivermectin is toxic and poisonous, but for these kinds of, these kinds of companies like Vice, media outlets like Vice, and uh, political talking points to be ivermectin is a horse drug. You're crazy if you use it. And then as soon as the subject of abortion comes up, it's like, oh, take abortion pills from, from an animal doctor. Does anybody see the, the irony of any of this? And it's, what it is, is, is it's hysteria. Because again, you can still get an abortion in states that are restricted. You can still get an abortion in Arizona and Florida. In fact, the, the new Florida law that's going to be the law in Florida once over his, Roe versus Wade is overturned only affects 6% of the abortions on average. You just have to get them earlier on average. 6%, that's not a lot of abortions. And yet people are protesting, like the Supreme Court said, you're never going to be able to have an abortion again and men can hold you down in the street, rape you, impregnate you, and you have to have that baby. And that's insane. That's not true. But that's, that's what they want you to think, apparently. That's the, that's the hysteria. And the right is just as hysterical. You should see the things that are on social media, the things that conservatives are saying. Well, if you don't like it, just have, uh, you know, 
have backdoor sex. And I'm thinking, a Christian conservative is supporting sex in the butt over inter- otherwise what would just be you know intercourse because they they're they're anti-abortion. What is wrong with these people? The conservatives, the liberals, and then just average people, students in, in school just physically assaulting people, massive brawls, comedians being attacked on stage, rioters in Los Angeles over something they don't even know or understand, just right back to the same rioting, the same protesting, the same burning things, breaking windows, vandalizing things, spray painting things, attacking police, and chanting anti-fascist slogans. Which, by the way, you know where Antifa came from? Antifa, which changed their logo and made it red and black, that logo was originally all red, and they were a communist terrorist group that was founded in the late 20s, early 30s in Europe. That's what Antifa is, the real Antifa. They're a early 20th century communist terrorist wing, a militant group of communists. That's literally what they are. Their original flag was just, the original logo was two red flags. Anti-fascist action. Anti-fascist action. Anti-fascist. That's what they were. So, there you have it. You have now the people that were making fun of ivermectin, which I also think is poison. They now are promoting a a series of, um, well, this is a series of articles, but this is a, a drug, misoprostol, that, well, it's from animals. It's for animals. It's from a vet, a vet. Can you believe that? Oh, my God, they're using ivermectin. It's a horse drug. Oh, they're going to they're gonna overturn Roe versus Wade. Okay, well, we have some animal drugs here that can induce abortion. I mean, is this, is this really the thing that we should be obsessively, compulsively concerned with? I mean, if, if the whole idea is like, and I'm not a woman, so I don't know, although I could identify, you know, as one. But if, I, if like as a woman, do you constantly walk around thinking you're pregnant? Is that is that the issue? And and knowing that you can get an abortion anywhere at any time, does that make you feel more comfortable? Is that is that what I mean, I'm, I'm being honest. Is that what it is? I mean, I, maybe if you've been you've been brainwashed or terrorized into thinking that you're going to get raped around every corner, then I guess, you know, I guess that might be a fear that you have. But even in those cases, you can still have an abortion. So, I mean, maybe, maybe we should just go back to that whole idea of, of respect and responsibility and, and, and dignity and ethics and honor and like teaching people at a young age, how to, how to be respectful of each other and how to be responsible and, how to treat other people with respect rather than teaching kids to not respect anybody unless they agree with you. Not allowing, um, you know, the youth to be subject to this perversity of both the mind and body. I mean, that would, at the core, that would create a more stable, more equal, more just, more respectable, more responsible citizenry. And people that could be, I don't know, informed of how the, how the, the the republic is supposed to work. It would prevent people from screaming at the Supreme Court, which literally only judges based on the rule of law, or at least they should. That's that's the whole point. Is somehow a fascist group of judges, 
And then you've got people like Bernie Sanders, who's just, he's not a socialist. He's an outright communist who wants to just pack the Supreme Court. And if Congress doesn't want to pass a law, screw them. We'll change the way Congress works and we'll pass the law ourselves, which that's what Bernie Sanders said. And people like Elizabeth Warren, I played the clip for me for you last night. She's literally shaking like she's having a seizure outside of, I think she was outside of the, the, um, I don't know if she was outside the Supreme Court. She was in D.C. She might have been outside of, of, of Congress because she's a senator. So she was literally shaking and screaming. And, well, if you watch the video, she was inciting violence. We're going to fight these people. We're going to fight back. She's inciting violence. Hey, hey, ho, ho, fascist scum has got to go to the Supreme Court. People chanting that. That sounds like insurrection. No, not if it has to deal, has to do, and has to deal with, you know, some kind of political issue you don't even fully understand. So apparently it's dangerous. You know, you can't, you, comedians aren't allowed to, to make jokes. They Even Dave Chappelle wasn't even making a joke. He just got tackled on stage. Uh, it's like people are losing their minds. From, from that same day that Dave Chappelle got attacked, a big, what amounted to, it uh, looks like a riot at a, at a school in Tucson, here where I am. People that are rioting in Los Angeles, attacking police, vandalizing cars, breaking windows, spray painting things, as if that, I mean, does that, you can protest, but it, it, does that, does that change anything? Like putting a sign in your yard that says stop Putin's war, does that change anything? Or is that just virtue signal to people that, that you care? Does, does attacking a police officer or breaking a window in Los Angeles change the opinion of the Supreme Court? Hopefully not. Does chanting the Supreme Court are fascist? Does that help? Does that make them change their mind? Hopefully not, but I think that's what they want. They want total mob rule. They want to intimidate Supreme Court justices into changing their mind. And that is really what's scary. That's what you, you, that's what you should be concerned with. That we have a system of checks and balances and a rule of law, and there are people that not only do not understand that, but they have been so brainwashed and so weaponized and so uh, they've been beaten into submission intellectually so that they don't even think. They just regurgitate and repeat, and they move from one thing to another. Get your vaccine, get your vaccine. Oh, support Ukraine, support Ukraine. Oh, no, oh, no, the abor- abortion, 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 abortion. Oh, my God, they're fascists. One thing to another thing to another thing. Wait till they wait till they learn that the Supreme Court's going to overturn California and New York gun restrictions. Oh boy, they'll be rioting again. Stop gun violence while I violently burn down and attack people in this city. And you, and you start to wonder, you know, if you haven't already, who who are these people that are doing this? Are they just college kids? Are they high school kids? Are they young adults? Are people being paid to do this? Like. I don't think this is how most people in this country or around the world think. And I, I know around, around the rest of the world, people look at us and are like, what, what is going on? What is wrong with these people? I mean, there's people in Hong Kong that are waving American flags. You got people in Los Angeles this week waving commie flags. Do they not know? Do they not care? What the hell is going on? I think all in all, we're pretty safe, though. It's not, it's not as bad as, as it's been made out to be. I mean, but except, you know, you go to the store and you see prices going up and gas prices going up, but things are still okay. I mean, ultimately, things are still okay. Because what this really is, is, and I've talked about this before, it, it's, it's a psychic 
contagion. It's a social contagion or a socio-psychic contagion. That's what I believe this is. And in fact, the American Psychological Association has a definition for a social contagion. And it's as follows. The spread of behaviors, attitudes, and effect through crowds and other types of social aggregates from one member to another. Early analysis of social contagion suggested that it resulted from the heightened suggestibility of members and likened the process to the spread of contagious diseases. Subsequent studies suggest that a social contagion is sustained by relatively mundane interpersonal processes such as imitation, conformity, universality, and mimicry. Also see group contagion. That's what you're seeing with comedians being attacked. That's what you're seeing with schools breaking out into hockey fights. That's what you're seeing with people that are mentally ill riding in Los Angeles over something that they don't know and don't understand. Oh my God, they overturned Roe versus Wade. I have to break a police car window. That's what you're seeing in Washington with people chanting the Supreme Court is fascist. And all overnight, they went from get your vaccine, get your vaccine, get your vaccine to support Ukraine, support Ukraine, support Ukraine. And now this is a slight divergence. It's Supreme Court is fascist. Thank God somebody leaked this draft. Some people are stupid enough to think it's the final decision, but thankfully somebody leaked this draft because now we can intimidate the Supreme Court with violence and threats into doing what we want them to do. The spread of behaviors, attitudes, and effect through crowds and other types of social aggregates from one member to another. Early analysis of social contagion suggested that it resulted from the heightened suggestibility of members and likened the process to the spread of contagious diseases. But the American Psychological Association says subsequent studies suggest that the social contagion is sustained by relatively mundane interpersonal processes such as imitation, conformity, universality, and mimicry. It's group contagion, social contagion, psychic contagion, or socio-psychic contagion. What are those things? Imitation, conformity, mimicry. It's, it's like when somebody sneezes and then you sneeze. It's like when somebody yawns. It's a real yawn, by the way. <laughs> and then you yawn. It's, this, is, this is what happens. Fights, people being assaulted, riots, and over things that, again, wait till somebody tells these people that the Supreme Court's going to overturn a lot of states' gun restrictions. Oh, man, they're going to lose it. It's funny, that's where people choose to set up camp. That's the hill they choose to die on, abortion. They choose to die on literally determining, and it's a very complex thing, Determining whether someone has a right to kill a baby in the womb or not. That's where people plant their flag and say, no more, no more fascists. You don't care that prices are going up. You don't care that the government just tells you to your face, too bad you're poor, just buy an electric car and you don't have to worry about gas. Nobody cares about massive world war potentially breaking out. People actually seem to enjoy that. Nobody cares that, at least in most big cities, you know, there's feces, needles, and violence everywhere you look. Crime everywhere you look. Filth everywhere you look. None of that matters. Just 
just abortion because we got to make and that's the same for the left and the right. They're both just just abortion. And then you've got Vice saying ivermectin is poison, which I agree it is poison. And then they just published an article this week that that highlighted misoprostol, which which is a it's an animal drug that they can use to induce abortion. Funny how the hypocrisy works, isn't it? I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. TheSecretTeachings.info is the website. Please subscribe to our show archive. Get early access to the show. Get the montages, my digital books, all of it. Check it out on the website. You can also buy my books separately on the website. Occult Arcana, The Technological Elixir, and Food Philosophy. Our affiliate pro on water filters. Behind the scenes on Patreon. And, of course, our t-shirts on the website. TST underscore underscore radio on Twitter. Ryan Gable on Facebook or The Secret Teachings on Facebook. rdgable at yahoo.com is the email. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. We'll talk to you on the next broadcast. Tomorrow night will be the next broadcast, May 6th, Friday night. Hopefully we got a special show planned for you. Stay tuned. Stay tuned.